Now back to On the Beat with Carl Stutzman on The Heart, 1340 AM and 101.9 FM. And welcome back to The Heart, 1340 AM, 101.9 FM and On the Beat. Hope you're having a good Wednesday afternoon. Uh, You know, I I gotta say that it's starting to feel a little bit like the world's opening back up. Uh, This time last week, we were actually chatting with Michelle Frank over at The Learner. So it seems only natural that a week later, we're catching up with the other half of The Learner Theater in Premier Arts. Uh, very happy to have Ashley Harrington. She is the Director of Education with Premier Arts with me today. And uh, Ashley, it is good to have you guys on the show with some good things to talk about. Yes, thank you for having me. So I, let's start off, uh, you know, Premier Arts, as far as what you guys do, it, it feels like it wasn't going to be really much of a year for 2020 for you. But as we were sitting here talking before the interview, you guys were pretty darn busy over the last 12 months. Yes. It's, it's a little crazy to think about the fact that the world, you know, we're coming up on that one year anniversary. Uh, Last year we opened our season with Shrek the musical and we closed on a Sunday and literally Wednesday of that following week, everything closed down. And so looking back at all we were able to do in that year's time, I, I say just within a couple of days, we were able to punt and pivot and get a plan of action together. We always say as a staff, you know, to start with, yes, it's kind of our mantra around here. And so the executive team and I rallied together and we just put a plan in place to figure out what we could do to keep spirits high keep things available to the community and not only allow people to participate or experience things, but do it in a a safe way. Um, A lot of which happened from people's homes or from their computer screens. So Mm -hmm. while we weren't necessarily operating inside the building like we would normally do, there was so much involvement. We were able to connect with the community last year. And I'm just, I'm really thankful to have experienced that together with the community. Look, the one thing that Premier Arts is not lacking in, it is absolutely enthusiasm. No matter where I see you guys, even if you're just kind of the the background pieces to some sort of speech or uh, presentation that's happening for the city of Elkhart, you guys are just full of enthusiasm. So uh, I can imagine that when you know the world shut down and the pandemic hit, you guys looked at it more as a challenge than a hindrance. Yes, it's maybe cliche to say that, you know, people that are on stage were the entertainment, right? We're mm-hmm. there to provide uh, leisure and experience for people. But on the flip side of that, during this pandemic, I think we took that thought or that avenue and displayed it in a different way. We tried to rally people together. There's no secret that people were affected emotionally, financially, physically in their lives during this time last year. And so Although we can't fix all the world's problems, we tried really hard to do what we could as entertainer entertainers and as people in the community to just offer that, whether it be a smile or an encouraging message or a way for them to be involved and feel like they were doing something while so many things in their lives in our world were uncertain at that time. So you, we've got two theater nerds on, on on this call here, and so I can't go too far down this rabbit hole, but I really feel like bringing live sort of show and theater experiences into people's homes really took a big step forward in 2020. You know, a lot of that was driven by, honestly, Hamilton, the biggest musical of probably the last 20 years, to be able to make it into people's homes through Disney+. Plus. But I think that there is going to be a growing demand for that sort of thing moving forward. And what a better time to test it out for you. 
I couldn't agree more. I usually uh, pride myself on being more of like old fashioned pen and paper, not really into technology too much. But this last year, I think I said it at least a hundred times. I have never been more thankful for technology. Mm -hmm. Talk about bringing people together across the globe, across the United States and be able to take something that people cherish so much in person and still give even just a little snippet, whether like you said, Disney plus, you know, we, YouTube was huge for us and social media accounts where you can have videos, you know, and you feel like you're connecting with someone, but through the screen. And so we always pride ourselves on our youth theater education, our youth theater involvement, because we really feel that that is what is going to drive the next generation of theater goers. But I think you might've hit the nail on the head. We may not even have to just rely on the youth to propel the future forward, but maybe people who never found themselves to be theater enthusiasts may now have been bitten by the bug, as we like to say, and it might create a whole new renaissance, I feel, of the next theater generation after we're allowed to go back to things the way we normally enjoy it. Well, I mean, let's let's talk about Premier Arts then. I mean, let's let's shift the focus back to what you guys are doing for 2021. You released your whole schedule for the year. You guys are hitting the ground running. Give us the latest on what's going on with you. Yeah, so we are right in the middle right now or just the beginning process of starting our first show of the year. It'll be opening on Mother's Day weekend. That's Freaky Friday, the musical. So good. So fun. And we're so just super excited. Perfect for Mother's Day weekend. And then this summer, we'll be we'll be very busy. We've got three shows going on simultaneously. So we'll have Grease Jr., which is an all-youth production. And we'll have our main stage adult production of, of Grease. And then at the same time, we'll have a medley review show, which we create in-house. It's called Lullaby of Broadway. And then in the fall, we have an all-youth production of Aristocats. And then Halloween weekend, we are opening The Addams Family. I am so excited Mm. about that. And then we will close out the season um, in the middle of December with A Christmas Carol. Oh, that's so good. That is an amazing lineup that you guys have this year. And I I, I love it. You know, sometimes you'll get some titles out there that people aren't familiar with, but those are all titles that people should know in one way or another. And by the way, it's funny because we, my wife and I foster kittens. We just took in two that were abandoned by their mom. We named them Wednesday and Pugsley. So pretty appropriate for the uh, Adams family. We're a couple months early, but, but we got them in there. I love that. Yeah. I love you hit the nail on the head there too. That was one of the things that we had really talked about when creating our season for this year. We feel like people just needed what we would call comfort food, something to make them feel comforted, welcomed back into the theater and just something that warms the soul for the year. And so we really tried hard to to pick titles that we felt people that would resonate with people and things, titles they would recognize and shows they could really, really enjoy as a, as a whole family unit. So uh, when does all of this really start to be something that the public are get, public's going to be able to see? I mean, we're still at a point now where we're not 100% sure where we're going to be, uh, you know, with attendance limits at the learner yet. I mean, a couple months down the road. Uh, what are you guys preparing for at this point? Yeah, it, it has been a little bit different. I We've learned to definitely practice flexibility when things are ever changing. Our hope is, you know, that at least in some capacity, things will just continue to get better and open up as days go by. As far as what our plan is for right now, Mother's Day weekend, we do have limited capacity, but we were able to house uh, the sound of music inside the learner last fall before things closed back down. Mm -hmm. And so if anyone was able to visit during that time, it'll be very similar to that, to that with the protocols, as far as masks at the, at, you know, 
in, in and out of the building and the pod seating where you're socially distant and you're only near your group and every other row is kind of blocked off. So it's going to be some of those same things. And obviously the more we learn, the, the more protocols we can put in place. So I really feel good. As long as people feel comfortable with attending a show, they'll be able to come see us do something as, as early as that Mother's Day weekend opening. So again, May is a few months away, but I, I'm feeling positivity and hope and I'm just, I'm looking toward the future. I And I can tell anyone who's listening to this, it is a radio interview. We're on a Zoom call so I can see her. She definitely does look very positive and very hopeful. It's not just it's not just a smoke that she's blowing and you have to. I mean, it, you if that's one thing that you probably you guys took away from 2020, you have to be positive. You have to be hopeful. And, uh, you know, if, if there's one thing the theater people are known for, it's definitely that. Yeah, I think we've been talking, you know, and, and we like I said, we never stopped going, but a lot of our participants and rightfully so took breaks from things they normally would have participated in all year round. Things were different than what we were used to. And so having that momentary momentary lapse in being able to do what we are used to, I think we always appreciate it, but it just adds such a deeper appreciation for what we are able to do here, what our community can offer us, what we can offer back. And so I think everyone is just hopeful and ready to hit the ground running and, and just do what we love to do and do it alongside our wonderful community. Yeah, and, and that leads well into my next question is that, you know, we were chatting before again, the interview, and you said there's one thing you're very proud of with Premier Arts. It's the amount that you were able to give back to the community during 2020 and over the last year. Yeah, I think this last year in, in many ways is something I'll never forget. But the one nugget of truth that I took here is heart. You know, we always say Elkhart, the heart of the city, things like that. And I do feel, even though I am a part of this company, I do feel Premier Arts plays a huge part in that. And we are very lucky to be surrounded by so many wonderful community partners. And through the help and partnership with so many d- different avenues, we were able to give so much, you know, whether it's entertainment or education opportunities, we were able to partner even during a time where so many things were uncertain or closed down and just give as many gifts to the community as we could as just a way of saying, you know, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for loving us through this. And, you know, not to make a high school musical pun, but, you know, we're all in this together and that's so funny, but it is so absolutely true. It is infused in, in, Elkhart in the community. So if people want to find out what you're up to, where can they find you? You can always head to our website, premierarts.org. That will give you all updates, let you know what you can participate if you want to be behind the scenes or involved in a show or a workshop or um, information about shows that are coming up if you want to buy tickets. If it's ticket related, you can also visit the Learner Theater box office or you can check us on social media. We like to make sure everyone knows what, we're, what we've got going on and, and what is open for people to participate in. All right. And my last question for you, because I don't get to talk to a lot of theater nerds on this show. Uh, favorite musical, musical number you want to share with us? Come on, you got to pick one. Oh, my gosh. I might have to, like, think about it. I'm a huge fan of a lot of shows. That's really, really hard. I am, like, one of the biggest theater nerds, I think. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. If I had to tell you my favorite show of the season, if that's maybe a little easier, it would okay. definitely be yeah, that's, Freaky that's Friday. Okay. I'm really excited about that. Um, but as far as the overall Broadway show, I probably lay Miz would be top one of one of the top of my list. Um, it's a, I mean it's a classic. The mm-hmm. music is amazing, and it's just one of those things I think that everybody should have the opportunity to experience one time in their life. 
I love it. That's a great musical. Uh, it, it, mine, by the way, it, it, I'm so old school and so classical. Uh, I am always going to be a big fan of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And uh, I, how can you not love a musical that's 100% dedicated to, uh, you know, falling in love with your captors and everything working out in the end? <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, you gotta love it ashley i appreciate your time good luck with everything at premiering arts and obviously you know once we get close to showtime and as you guys continue we're probably gonna be chatting quite a bit over the years so good luck and we'll catch up with you soon yeah thank you so much that is ashley harrington director of education for premier arts love their new schedule check them out online and uh, you can follow them on facebook as well that's it for today's show actually on the beat we'll be back with more tomorrow it's uh, a thursday that we're gonna spend talking about local business on the beat on the heart 1340 am 1019 fm you've been listening to on the beat with carl stutzman join us again tomorrow from noon to one on the heart 1340 am and 1019 fm podcasts by federated media Podcasts by Federated Media.